Aww. Becky, Becky and Cam hotline. <laughs> Hi, hurry up. This is Becky speaking. Cam is also on the line. What's your problem? Hi there. Hey. Becky and Cam hotline. This is the Becky and Cam hotline. We're back. As always, Becky is vaping at the moment. No, and I told you not to talk about it online. <laughs> well, I just saw a plume of vapour come out of your mouth. I'm trying to quit. I'm trying to quit. I think it's making me highly upset and anxious. Mm, I would agree. Yeah. It's making you very difficult to deal with. It is. My life's falling apart because of these QVs. <laughs> Because I'm more addicted to nicotine than I've ever been. So I wake up in the morning like screaming for nicotine. Yeah. Well, you should do what I do. And instead of having an illicit substance, I have become addicted to the good book, the Bible. And every day I wake up and I I read the lad Bible. Every day I wake up, I look at a meme and I I feel great. Well, no, I like my vape. I like my QV. It's just, it is like so, um, you can't have it all the time. No, you can't. Because it's crazy and it's really bad for you. Becky, we have our very first guests on the show today. Kylie Minogue? No, Kyle's pulled out. Her and Danny had a thing on and they couldn't make it. Okay. But we do have someone who's equally as talented, equally as cool. Uh, Our guests would have seen him on Have You Been Paying Attention? They would have seen him doing stand-up comedy. They may have even seen him win Chortle Student Comedian of the Year in 2004. (gasps) I know who you're talking about. Who is it? It's Lloyd Langford. So what's been going on, Lloyd? Have you got any problems in your life? Anything we can help you out with? Yeah, I have a problem. How can I convince my lover <laughs> to come to lawn bowls with me? Mm. What's her, um, why doesn't she want to go? I just bring it up all the time going, look, lawn bowls, it looks like it'll be a really good, yeah. fun time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not but, high energy. But you and I, like, I, I've actually gone to a lawn bowls place with you and your lover and we've had beers, but there was no playing of lawn bowls. So she's not averse to going to the area. Oh, she's not averse to drinking a beer outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the but it's, sport that's keeping her at arm's length. It's the balls and the, the competition. How are you here. framing it? Are you saying we're going to barefoot bowls? I say every time we drive past the lawn bowls place, mm. remember you promised you'd take me lawn bowling. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you're presenting it in the sort of threatening, passive-aggressive way. Yeah, you're way. being a child. <laughs> well, remember, like, you remember promised. Remember you said that I could get one eventually if I was – it's like you have to be a bit more dominant about it. You've got to come in and be like, lawn bowls now, you, me. Just start screaming. First of yeah. all, I'd kick down a door. <laughs> I'd walk in. Grab her by the scruff of the neck. And go, lawn bowls now. <laughs> Okay, you think I need to be more aggressive? Yeah. I think that's my advice to all men everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Be more aggressive. And women, listen up. (laughs) Listen up a little more. Listen to your men. That's our advice. (laughs) Your back is right. We did try before. Okay. And they wouldn't let us because of COVID. Yes. Okay, all right, okay. And and when we were on holiday, we we sort of um, floated on the river. What is this life you I live? Know. This leisure-filled we life. We floated on the river to go to the lawn bowls place, and then the people we were with were like, oh, why didn't you come to ours for a barbecue? And what I was silently thinking was, 
fuck your barbecue. <laughs> you promised we'd play lawn bowls. Whoa. But I had to be like, oh yeah, we'll we'll come. Yeah, let's go and put the meat on the grill. <laughs> You're so sick of Aussie barbecue. <laughs> you just want to go do something. Um, I think I just love to play games. Yeah. So whenever there's an opportunity, mm-hmm. I'll. Because I, I feel like Edo. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Your lover. Your lover One likes Maramo. games. Like she's often like likes to play pool and she stuff. She likes head games, I'll tell you that. Yeah. She likes she to really get fucks, in there and fuck around. She fucks with around. <laughs> she says some very awful things. Yeah. Power well, play. I'd like her to start playing games outside of my own consciousness. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's worried she's gonna lose to you. Well, I don't I'm I, I'm not playing to win. Like, I must not... say, like, I'm never actually that enticed by a game of lawn bowls. Like, it has been pitched to me. And I see people having fun, but I understand her being like, eh. Because, mm. like, what is it? I think it's a group activity. That's the only way you're going to get her interested. Um, if you yeah. say there's a bunch of us, we're all going to go and get drunk and play lawn bowls. Yeah, because what is it? In. You roll a ball towards a spot. Oh, it's much more it... intricate than that. <laughs> is <laughs> it? I don't think it is. I think it's about rolling a ball to there's near a spot. There's a little ball that we call the jack in yeah. the industry. But it's still about the proximity of the jack and the ball. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Proximity is a key part of it. Yeah. But you don't tell your lover this. This is boring details. <laughs> you just say, we're having a party. It's at the lawn balls place. Right. We're going to have some lawn balls. We're going to have some beers. We're going to have or a couple Or start of having an affair. Mm. <laughs> With a lawn bowler. Yeah. yeah. Like come home and you've got lipstick on your shirt mm. and you're all flushed in the face. Mm. And she's like, where have you been? And you're like, oh, I just... I just I'm just playing lawn bowls and stuff. Playing lawn bowls with <laughs> Agnes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Start an emotional affair like with an elderly woman. I need like grass stains on my knees. Mm. Yeah. From eating Agnes out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Excellent. O two eight one two three two one o three is the number if you still yeah. want to call. And if you just want to repeat that, Lloyd, just quickly. O two O three eight one three three two eight one three two O. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It's really easy to remember, um, and it's just, just rolling trips off, off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the first call. Our first call is actually someone who's calling back. A few weeks ago, she called in with a problem about her dog shit ex that she couldn't get over. I can't remember what advice we gave her, but I'm sure it was perfect and helpful mm-hmm. and not at all condescending or mean. Anyway, she's calling back to let us know how she's going. Yeah, hey, it's me with the dog shit ex calling again. So... Just thought I'd give you an update. I thought the best way to get over the dog shit ex would be to get on Tinder and swipe my little heart out. I landed on this cute-ass tugboat captain who expelled so much confidence and big dick energy. I thought, here we go. We're on here. So I went on a date, and as he was chatting away, I thought, nah, this guy's a bit of a toss. But the goal was to bang someone new. And, you know, someone with a bit of big dick energy was you know, perfect. His dick ended up being the size of a thumb and he just rubbed it against me for like 90 seconds and then came. So now I'm just wondering, do I scream men with DPs? Because I was fucking catfished, man. I was fucking catfished by BDE. (laughs) What a shit show. Anyway, it'd be great to help. Thanks, guys. Bye. Tugboat captain. What were you doing on a tugboat? That's the first thing that jumped out at me as well is that she's found this fucking tugboat captain. You know where, on you, yeah, you know where you find guys with small dicks in specialty areas. <laughs> <laughs> they love to be like the master of their domain in some way. But Very it's actually true. quite hard to like Very be a, a master of your domain. So they, they have like odd little interests, <laughs> such as tugboats and shit. Like, have you ever I swear even met God. a tugboat captain in real life? 
No, I thought it was a job that solely existed in children's cartoons. That's yeah. I've only known of one tugboat in my life, and uh-huh. it was a hero, actually. It was in, during the Brisbane floods. The tugboat um, is a small little tugboat, and there was a piece, there's a big thing like heading towards the Brisbane bridge and if mm-hmm. it was going to hit it it would have like collapsed the whole bridge and the little tugboat that no one cared about <laughs> the like, little tugboat it, that could the little tugboat that could truly went out there and then like tugged this piece away and it was a hero no one talked about it until now <laughs> so maybe like in his mind he's like it's little it's saving the day <laughs> is it also a case of like nominative determinism that the tugboat captain just tugged himself off on her side? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's I don't that's see I don't like that. That's this is disrespectful. Oh. If you have a slightly below average penis, oh, do more. Have a bit of fun down there. Use oh, other true. parts of your body. Yeah. Use your tongue, use your lips, use your fingers, use your elbows. <laughs> Slip and slide. Yeah. Tell a joke. Scissor. <laughs> you can scissor if you've got a small dick. Scissor. Yeah. <laughs> you can. Honestly, I reckon if you want a big dick, just go for like normal jobs like yeah. electrician. You, you, mm. you won't find a small dick in the tradesman. Like every mm. tradesman has a huge dick. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, go for a tradie. You need to go yeah. for a tradie yeah, yeah. because their dick and – like they were celebrated so young, they never had to try in, in academia or whatever. Like, there's, there's a simple rule of thumb here. If he's wearing a fluorescent vest, yeah. he'll yeah. pound you the best. <laughs> That's good. The other rule of thumb <laughs> is if his dick is the size of a thumb, <laughs> you know, tell him to scissor you. <laughs> I, I, to be honest with you, I, I really didn't like her attitude. She could have sat on his face. I mean, yeah. Yeah. improvise. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You've got to work with what you've got. I know, but within 90 sex. seconds, it's hard to, like, <laughs> even get, like, why did he, what, 90 well, seconds? Well, it just depends how he played that off. Like, if he was like, oh, my God, you're so fucking hot, I couldn't control myself, and then yeah. he went down on her, maybe that's saving it. Yeah. Maybe that's saving it. But it sound, from the sounds of it, he was just like, Oh, that was so fun. I love the way that felt. Do you reckon like, he has such a small dick that he's like, well, no matter what, this is off. Mm. So I'm just going to like not even bother. Like I'm just going to be like, <laughs> and like come because even I've done all And then the- back to the tugboat. Yeah. And then I can polish up the banister on my tugboat. <laughs> I see what you mean. Yeah. You I, know, like he's yeah. just like, I've had women sit on my face. I've done all the tricks. And yeah, it might get me a second date. It might even get me a third. But at the end of the day, they leave. They leave me for an electrician. <laughs> it's just me in the ocean. Yeah. That's all I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So our advice is maybe not for her, but maybe for the guy who, you know, mm. maybe she can send him a link to this. <laughs> um, <laughs> just get good at other stuff. Uh, learn how to scissor. And learn some girls to... don't even like sex. So maybe you'll find one of those. Yeah. He could buy one of those um, cock sleeves. What? Do you know this? No. No. It's like a... <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's like a tube uh-huh. that you put over your own dick. Yeah. And then it sort of like girths it up. It's a dick outside oh. your dick? She'd, be like, like, she'd be like, of... what are you doing? He's like, just putting the condom on. <laughs> <laughs> just... Don't worry, just don't look. Okay. <laughs> but how do you feel anything? So it's like it you're, still you're putting a flashlight on to then go inside someone else. Yeah, I don't think it's a, like, don't use a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. Or like a Pringles just, tube. Yeah. It'd just right? be like a thicker condom, like quite a yeah, thick Yeah, I think it's like, and I think you can get them like with, um, you know, bumps and Yeah, so you can still stuff. get your rocks off. <laughs> 
she knows what's going on. At a certain yeah. point, she's like, this is clearly a rubber dick that you put inside me. <laughs> bumps on it. But I think maybe if she loves him, it's okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, that's good advice for the guy. That is good advice for the guy. Invest in a cock sleeve, which we've just heard about, and apparently they're great. Let's go to our next caller. So my colleague is a pain in the ass. He's very, very needy. He will ring me outside of work hours. It's not a romantic thing at all. Like, he's just extremely needy. He reminds me of a wet sock. And I don't know how to confront him because I think he will break help. Oh, man. Okay. So, Have you, have you ever had a needy work colleague, Lloyd? Oh, I used to work in a, in retail. And, um, yeah, I had what my boss was always telling me that I was too rude to the customers. Right. I'm always, like, right in my ass. I mean, like... Metaphorically. <laughs> Wait a second, you're fucking this guy? <laughs> Stop riding my ass. <laughs> so they were need. I mean, they were needy because they they were, wanted everything done to the letter, you know. Right. And I was like a sort of. Like that's just a that's not being needy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like a retail maverick. You, <laughs> you were bad at your job, and yes. they wanted you to, be, to be good at it. And you're like, stop being so needy. Yeah, they were too needy. Give us, me. can you give us one more example of what you think is needy? I just want to see if uh, you've completely misunderstood the word needy your whole life. No, I mean, I've because I've been doing. I've only really pretty much done comedy as a job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've done some other. I was on the Dole for a while, and I did some like retail work. So I guess. I guess some comedians are really needy. Mm, like after gigs being like, yeah, 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 yeah. it was good, it was good. It was, it was, mm. oh, it was weird, that last bit. Did you, did <laughs> yeah, you, did you, you watch the whole thing? Yeah, when you say good set to someone and they go, oh, God, yeah, well, thank you. But I did uh, I did fuck up the wording of one of those. Last Ugh. night was so much better. Like yeah. last night I was just flying. I'm like, ants, you know, it was just so good. You're Tonight like, was shut just... up. Just take the compliment <laughs> yeah. and shut up. I didn't even up. fucking watch. I was at yeah. the bar. <laughs> This is an interesting one, though, because it's a colleague in an office, presumably, and mm. then this guy, not in a romantic way, but just, like, calls her as soon as they leave the office. But how does she know it's not in a romantic way? Well, that's a good question. Mm. Maybe it is. Yeah. And she's like, oh, he's so needy, and he's it's like, so I'm in yeah. love with you. He's probably just fucking ugly, and so she's like, it's not in a romantic way. He's, he's like, but it is. He's like, <laughs> it is in a romantic way. <laughs> <laughs> it's all romance. <laughs> I think she needs to invest in like a work phone mm. or a work email, mm. and then as soon as she leaves her office, switch that phone off and turn mm. that email notifications yep. off, and like insist on these harsh. But boundaries. it's hard to do that in this world where like you, your colleague might follow you on Instagram or whatever. Like everyone feels like they can just contact you at any time, no matter what circumstance. Mm. Like I think work friends would be insulted if you were like, no, you, you we, our relationship only exists at work. But I have a problem with the idea of work friends. I've worked in offices. I don't think we need to be friends with these people. <laughs> these are our <laughs> colleagues. They're our coworkers. We work together. We do the job. Afterwards, we're not hanging out. So I'm with you. I think we put up boundaries mm. and we say, uh, all right, sorry I missed your call last night, but that was me time. Yes. And I was home by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to talk to you, but yeah. I'm happy to talk to you now that we're in the office. I'm confused. Does she say that if she if she confronts this person, it will destroy you? Them? <laughs> Is that what <laughs> she, she, she said? She said something like, "I can't bring this up with him because he'll crumble to dust." I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but like she. 
forget. It'll destroy him. Well, I think like she has to take responsibility for potentially upsetting this person. <laughs> like she's enabling him by answering the calls and hundred percent. And I think. There's going to be a real tough conversation mm. coming yeah. up. If she... only she could make up that, like, her boyfriend or, like, girlfriend or whatever is be- is getting jealous. That's such an easy solution. Yeah, if you just, like, oh, look, like, my boyfriend just saw all these calls or whatever and he's just, like, acting a bit weird. Like, do you mind if we just kind of chat at work? And, and I he's, just... he's a bikey. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he's off his meds. He just got out of jail for murder. Yeah. <laughs> His yeah. parole officer died. Yeah. We don't know how. They found a knife in the back of his neck. Yeah. <laughs> but I love him. I love and him I'm so never going to leave him. Yeah. So you better back off. Yeah. So if I was this person, I would just never pick up the phone, never reply to a text, and then act incredibly vague anytime they brought yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. And I'd just text back like an hour later. Or even, even like two, two days later. Yeah, I'd be like, ha oh, sorry. sorry, just saw this. Just saw this. Ah, sorry. Sounds cool. He just, he sounds like someone who isn't getting the message anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So I think there needs to be decisive action. Yeah, true. That's the difference between us. I would avoid all of it and then just be vague and still act like the nice guy. Yeah, I'd act like the nice person and then bore my friends to death with how much I hate this person. (laughs) (laughs) But um, you do what you think is best. Three different pieces of advice. Okay, yeah. Confront, avoid, go with it. Confront, avoid, or go with it. And that's up to you. Mm. And then you call us back and let us know. Yeah, it's kind of like a choose your own adventure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And one could end in your murder. (laughs) Should we go to our next call? Yeah. Hey, I've got a question. Every time I get an Uber, I feel like I've got to talk to the Uber driver. I hate sitting in silence. Like, what do I do? Do Do I pretend I've... Do I pretend I'm on the phone? Like, I'd like some advice on what do I do? do I, am I allowed to sit in silence? It's awkward. Help. This is a tough one. I I have deep guilt about getting Ubers. Like, mm. they get paid nothing. They are so ripped off by Uber. It's ridiculous. Like, honestly, they're making like $3 an hour, some of them. It's fucked. Like, it's such a bad company and it's no good. And it, they're, they're like slaves. So there's a lot of guilt for me. When I get an Uber, I feel bad and, and I, I don't like to complain about them. Do you, remember? <laughs> Do you remember when we got that Uber from the airport oh. and this guy, we were both so tired. So it, was, it was like an early morning flight and this the guy was just like... Oh, I've just been listening to my favourite music. Do you know? Do you know who it is? And we were like, like we no. don't know, we don't know. And he's like, guess who it is? And we're like, we don't. I don't think anyone in the world. Anyone in the world is like, it's simply red. I love simply <laughs> oh, <no>. red. <laughs> and we we're like, oh god, all right. And then he like, he was like, in fact, I'm gonna pop on some simply red right now. And he like got out. His, he had his iPad attached to the stereo. Yeah. And then he's like, actually, I can't do it. Can you do it? He couldn't find it, so and- he handed us the iPad. And then he's like. And then Cameron's like captaining the iPad and he's like, there's a code. So he's like, get in with the code. The guy got frustrated that I asked for the code. He's like, it's 3742. (laughs) I was supposed to know it. And then you played a song. He's like, no, not that one. Not that one. But you had to play Simply Red. Yeah. 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 It was his favourite. He made me put on Simply Red. And yeah, I think my first choice was 
Money's Too Tight to Mention or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. That's the one you'd go for. The yeah. original of that by the Valentine Brothers is an absolute fucking belter. It's right. a great song. Not many people know it's a cover. But I didn't know that. Hmm. Bit, of, bit of soul, bit of blue-eyed soul. You know, nothing wrong with that. But he's like, no, 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 no. Don't want that one. I want um whatever, like whatever Fairground or some shit. Or oh. some shit. And then we put Ugh. it on and he won't, just, gr- yeah, he won't just let us listen to it. He's like, this bit, <laughs> this bit's really good. I genuinely would have grabbed the steering wheel and turned us into a concrete pillar. <laughs> yeah. It was so – because we couldn't have been in a worse state, like so tired. And that's, that, that's, that is how it feels. Like sometimes I actually get in and I'm in kind of a chipper mood and I'm like, I'd like a little chat or whatever. Mm. But it's always when – I mean, I've gotten into an Uber crying and they'll be like, how are you? <laughs> it's like I'm fucking crying. <laughs> I mean, and you know, most of them, are, they'll say, how are you? Say how, you know, and it's it's over. But they're, they're, it's always the white guys. Whenever I see a Robert mm. or a Gary or if, if it's a white guy, you're in for a shocking ride. Oh, God. This is, everyone <laughs> hates this story, but um, we'll do good as do, but it's actually funny. I was in LA like years ago and I ordered an Uber and it, it came up with a little message saying like, um, oh, your, your driver's hearing impaired, just letting you know. And, like, yep. part of me is, like, sick. Like, this mm. is just guaranteed we won't have to talk. <laughs> and, like, I get in the back and I'm, like, hi. And he's, like, I'm not going to do the Just signals hello. <laughs> signals hello. He's, like, hi. And I'm, like, okay, I'm just going to do my own thing. I'm looking out the window and he's, like, wanting to have a conversation and he's looking at me in the mirror, like, being, like, kind of trying to sign and, like, oh, yeah. talk. And I was, like, oh, sorry. And he's, like, have you – and he's like getting frustrated. He's like, come here, come closer. So I, I'm like unbuckling my seatbelt so he can ask me stuff. And then I can't really understand what he's saying. And he's like, Ugh. he's driving. And he's like getting frustrated. And he's like, oh, just wait one minute. And he writes on his phone in notes and he says, have you seen the Minions movie? <laughs> <laughs> and you I'm said, yeah, like, I loved it. Five stars. <laughs> It's like I took my seatbelt off. You're driving, and you just want to know if I saw the Minions movie. No, I haven't. I haven't got around to it yet. We don't want to die for the Minions movie or for Mick Hucknall's fucking music. We don't want to hear it. So So I guess our advice is um, that's a part of catching Ubers. You get incredibly frustrated, and then you move on. But you do get to bitch about it to a friend as soon as you get to where you're going. So I guess either chill out and have a chat. Chill out or cut Jeff Bezos's head off. Mm. Let's redistribute wealth in a way that's fair for all, and then you can complain. Yeah. That's probably that's probably going to be the solution. Yeah. <laughs> wealth redistribution. Yeah, you you personally need to redistribute wealth and then call us back and have a little complaint. You absolute scum. <laughs> right. JK, keep listening. Okay, let's hear our next caller. Hey guys, uh, I've got a bit of a time sensitive issue here. So one of my friends has tentatively gotten me a job at a tutoring company uh, to be an English tutor and the head of the company just wanted me to send in a cover letter tomorrow. It's currently about 5pm the night before and I don't really know how to write a uh, cover letter and I also don't really know how to nail the tone or how to be an English tutor really if we're being completely honest. So any advice would be much appreciated, but also probably too late by the time 
this gets played. Thank you. Okay. Now, my first bit of advice for a time-sensitive issue would be not to call in a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) One that is recorded a week before release. (laughs) Yeah. That would be advice number one. It's the day you... Okay, you sent this in on the day before your application was due. Absolutely no chance we're going to get to it in time. So, you know, if the universe is fair... You didn't get this job. <laughs> yeah. And what kind of leader are you? What kind of like teacher will you be? Clearly not a good Clearly one. Not a good one. What have you ever gone for a, like applied for a job that you know you're not qualified to go for? Oh. Yeah. I I, I went for an audition once for a like... A black woman. <laughs> <laughs> I went, I didn't want to I didn't want to get the role. My agent was like, You need to go for this audition for this part. Mm-hmm. And I thought the script was really bad. Yeah, and they in always the, are. In the audition, <laughs> after doing like the first read through, they were like, oh, what do you think about it? And I was like, I just think it's bad. Mm. And just told them that I just thought the idea. And the, I think the writer was there as well. And I was like, this <laughs> wow. is like, I, I remember saying, this feels like it's been written by a 16-year-old boy. Wow. It was... And he's like, I'm actually 15. <laughs> so thank you yeah, for the compliment. You're up, okay? <laughs> That's so funny. It's, <laughs> Why it, would it was you like, do that? It was like, I don't know. I, I was angry that I went to the audition. Right. Mm, and right. then when they were like, they gave me the out where they were like, what do you think of this? Well, I was like, I just think it's bad. Like, yeah. What was their reaction in the They room? were angry. <laughs> they were like, you've wasted your time. And I, and I was like, I know. Like, let's, let's just fucking cut yeah. this short. Like, who cares? Holy shit. God. Well, I guess, you know, my advice would be, well, it's way too late to give you any, but maybe just get your act together, pull your socks up. Totally. And... Like, go to the gym in the morning. Yeah. Have a protein shake. Because life's getting on and you're getting too old for this shit. You can't keep fucking around and blowing job opportunities. Listening to to podcasts all the time. He needs to get back in touch with us and tell us what happened. Yeah. I'm on tenterhooks. Yeah. I mean, if I had to guess, I'd say this person didn't get the job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, confirm. Call up and confirm and make me feel right. If you can even do that. If you can even figure out the the numbers on a a touch key (laughs) thing, pad. But thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. And please, you know, share it on Instagram and give us a shout out. Give us a full post on Instagram. (laughs) Do it. Like, you've got all day. You've got no job. (laughs) Hey, you know what the saddest thing is? We used to have jobs, hope. What's the other one? And cash. Now we've got no cash, no job, no hope. (laughs) No way. It used to say we used to have (laughs) Johnny Cash, Steve Jobs. And Bob Hope. Oh. Now we've got no hope, no jobs, and no cash. Where's that from? <laughs> I saw it the other day. Bob Hope got included. Oh, yeah, in that? Yeah. That's Bob Hope date. I yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Oh fuck! Big time. What a Sorry, way to man. find out. Sorry. Man. Yeah, he got stabbed. <laughs> yeah, repeatedly. <laughs> That's one of those like booba memes. Yeah, it's like, yeah. My auntie shared it. My auntie shared it. And it's like it's it's on a minions post. Oh, of course. <laughs> so for some reason. Of course. <laughs> well, look, we can't help you. You suck. And um, <laughs> no, we can. Like, just Google stuff more. Get your act together. You seem like a nice guy. You seem fresh face. I imagine you've got sandy colored blonde hair, eyes fresh, clear. Mm, mm. Um, you want to be good. You want to be someone. But you, you're addicted to podcasts, and you you maybe want to explore a more creative side of you. Don't do that. 
Yeah. I'm telling you now, don't do that. Get your shit together. Mm. Get money and like live a nice life where you're eating oysters and champagne. And You'll feel so much happier if you just so have happier. a job and have a routine and yeah. have a bit of Be the creative funny guy in the workplace, but like don't pursue anything else. Don't pursue the arts. Don't pursue the arts. Don't even come near the arts, <laughs> except if you're buying a ticket to our show, which we would love to see you. <laughs> Any last advice from you? <laughs> I just think there's also that website where you can pay someone to do something for you. Mm. Fiverr. Yeah. Perfect. How much would a cover letter be? Like five True. bucks. Yeah. That's great advice, actually. Like This person's... You just go on Fiverr. It's fiverr2rs.com. Mm. They are not a sponsor of the show, but we are happy to promote them in this instance. Yeah. Five or two hours and just say, hey, I'm looking for someone to write a cover letter for me. It's time sensitive. I've already called a podcast. It's so funny. He seems like someone who's just learned the word time sensitive. And it's like you're trying to be all official. Like it's time sensitive. It's like you don't know. You don't even have a job. I hope that I could help with the problems that we were given. Yeah. Genuinely. I think you did. I think you did really good. I think that Fiverr recommendation at the end was really good. Mm. Really helpful. And the cock sleeve. Yeah. yeah, the cock sleeve. And there was something else that was actually, oh, the boundaries. Putting up boundaries. These are all wonderful pieces of advice, and I'd like you to take all of them as well, <laughs> if possible. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us, Lloyd Langford. Where can people find you? Um, at the Bowls Club. Yeah, at the Bowls Club next week. Come down. Everyone's invited. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're at Lloyd Langford on Instagram. L- Lloyd Langford one. One. Oh, you didn't get the original. No, I'm a I'm a late um, adopter of social media. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Well, you're doing wonderful work on there, <laughs> <laughs> and, and people can come see you live. You're an amazing stand-up comedian. Yeah, Lloyd's really funny. He's often on. Have you been paying attention to? Which is a show on Channel Ten. Yeah. Um, and we want to thank you for coming on. Thank you. And I want to thank all of you for listening. And I want to thank everyone who called in on our famous number that everyone knows. O two eight one two three two one o three. Thank you. Four five. <laughs> it's easy to remember. It's easy to remember. It's easy to dial. So just dial it and do it, and we'll talk to you later. <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs>